Morning to you, Brad. Go those opals. <laughs> what a night. Good morning, boys. How did they dig themselves out of that sizable hole they got themselves into in the second quarter, Brad? Well, you've got to set this up as well. Canada, they've been steamrolling everyone. They've won three games of the pool so far. They hadn't lost to anyone, and they were rolling. Aussies came out really good. 9-3 they started. Then Canada went on a 20-5 run to close out that quarter, and they look like, "Uh uh-oh, they're going to do it to Australia like they've done it to everyone else. And like you said, Australia just dug out. Ezzy Magbador was outstanding. Sammy Whitcomb was great. Steph Talbot did what she did and Test Match and a couple of big threes as well. Fantastic game and kudos, or should I say the Sydney Superdome, was pumped. Uh, Brad, it seems that no matter how well we play, and what a massive win for the Opals, but no matter how well we play, we're, we're going to be playing for second place. Look, USA are just freakish, aren't they? Oh, they're another level. They, they look, oh they look like, um, it's like the 92 dream team. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they are just, you know, beating everyone and beating everyone comfortably without getting out of first gear. Mm. But, you know, for the Aussies, it was always about A, redemption from what happened at the Olympics and B, just getting on that podium. That's all we wanted. And look, if we could get there and have a crack at the US, you beauty, and that would be such a huge win. But right now... We're still sitting third in our pool. We're equal first with Canada, France and Australia are the one, two and three at the moment. But because of the head-to-head, Canada beat France, France beat Australia, we beat Canada, it works out that we're actually coming third. So tonight there's some big games. We can't come fourth, which is great, so we'll miss out the US in the crossover. But we still want to get higher because China are playing really well in the other ones. So it'd be great if we could get one or two. How's Lauren Jackson playing, mate? Fantastic. You know, she's playing limited minutes, you know, 8, 10, 12 minutes a game. And that's what was expected for her. But again, last night came on, hit a couple of big threes and just did what LJ does. But look, it's her presence off the court that would make a huge difference as well. But she's been great. I heard a talk uh, on the television last night. She was talking about how the officials are letting things slide a bit and it's quite tough the games at the moment is that the way you're seeing it as well oh 100 percent, mate lozer it's been like a, a brawl out there and you know there's there's been blood pouring out and you know some of the games and you know physical and, and i don't mind that i mean as long as it doesn't get out of control mm. where now you can't take a basketball shot but right now it's about no nah, i'm going to let you guys play you're going to battle it out as long as you guys don't go stupid well we're not going to call fouls and that's what it was like last night and to be fair it's for both teams it's not like it's called one way or the other yeah, no Beck Allen uh, after the Serbia win as well the other day, and uh, she's been great for us. Uh, do you think she'll play tonight against Japan? Look, I think it would be really tough. She took a big hit in that game against um, against Serbia where it, it really hurt her ribs. She was sitting on the bench last night, smiling, looking good. She's been a huge loss. She was, you know, she was double figures no matter what would happen. She's, you know, a WNBA quality player. So it was a huge loss to have it and to win without her was, was huge. I, my gut feeling said she won't play tonight, but she is one tough cookie, so nothing would surprise me. Buddy, what's the latest on NBL just around the corner from kicking off? Uh, well, most importantly, how are our Kings looking? Yeah, no, they're looking good. Uh, they've had a good preseason. Look, we're not the same team as we were last year. You know, when you yeah. lose your three imports like we did with the boys that have gone overseas and replace them with the ones we've got now. We'll be fine. Um, the comp starts this weekend and we play the mighty Illawarra Hawks. So the 
uh, you know, down the road, the little brothers, as we call them. Um, look, they'll be great. The Kings will be up there. I have no doubt about it. But this is probably one of the most even competitions I've seen in a long time coming into a season. There's certainly no one out there saying, this is who's going to win it. But Adelaide came off a great preseason and they won that, which they did last year as well. But uh, it's looking good. Go those Kings. Oh, well, looking forward to getting a full preview off you later in the week. But $5 the field as far as the overall winner is concerned. So very open, as you say, Brad. I just want to go to the States because I think last Friday we are waiting to see what the uh, punishment would be for the Boston Celtics coach, Emo Udoka. And he has been suspended for the entire season. The owner of the Celtics saying that uh, an independent investigation uncovered multiple violations of team policies that led to that punishment. That is a, a huge punishment, isn't it, to say the least? And this was for, for those who missed it, uh, well, he had an improper relationship with a member of the Boston Celtics staff. And uh, it's, it's all come out. To this. I just don't understand. Like, I mean, whilst... It is, you know, not appropriate, and I understand all of that. A year is huge, and so I don't know if we're hearing everything. But what I can say to you is, this is a Boston Celtics that got to the well, won the Eastern Conference Finals, and then went to the NBA Finals. This coach is is new in the league in a sense because he took over Brad Stevens, and that that is just such a massive loss for this ball club. And that, you know, we've all seen when things don't start well for a club, it can just blow up. So it will be huge to see a who they replace him with, and B, what it does for the club. Where does that leave his career then, Brad? Will he get picked up again? Look, for what he's done, you'd think yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, all, all of your, your, everything will come with, you know, everyone deserves a second chance and everything like that. But uh, it's going to be hard because I don't think he'll get back in Boston, especially if a coach comes in and, you know, he's got a very talented squad. So are you going to go and replace that? Will he get another team? Oh, all good coaches do. They'll move on. Like good players. Mm. Yes. And less than a month out from the season, naturally the Brooklyn Nets will be watching closely with the Australian flavour there with Paddy Mills and Ben Simmons. And I see that Kevin Durant has spoken publicly for the first time in uh, quite a few months. And, uh, well, let's just say not exactly humble comments, I would say here, Brad. I'll read some of these quotes for you. I wanted everybody to be held accountable for their habits as a basketball player. This is in relation to him uh, requesting a trade, of course after the season, uh, goes on to say that uh, when I went out with the injury, we lost 10 in a row, and I'm like, we shouldn't be losing some of these games that we lost regardless of who's on the floor. Uh, And he goes on to say, I know I'm that good that you're not just going to give me away. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That... that, There are so many comments coming to my mind. My wife is one of them. She tells me she's that good every day. But that's slightly different. But let me just say that that is KD. And that is what he's like in American basketball. And you know what's terrible? He's actually right. I don't know if I'd say it that way. (laughs) Probably one of those times you can think it, just don't say it. Yeah, exactly. Like, really? You actually said, you know, at the end of that, you'd actually, we'd all look at each other and go, did I actually say that out loud? But for KD, he does. And he's right. It was a bit of a show there. It was ridiculous. You've got guys sitting out, guys that didn't want to play. But, yeah, I don't know if I can come out and do it. Well, the one thing is now, now he's got to back it up, and he will. That's the type of player. But let me just say there's a great pod out at the moment with Ben Simmons on J.J. Redick, 
Mm-hmm. JJ Reddix is a former player with Ben Simmons, and I've listened to it. It's quite long, over an hour and a half, but it just talks about what's happened over the last little bit. Really good, actually, and Ben Simmons seems like in a really good space. So let's hope that uh, Kevin Durant doesn't come out and give one to Ben Simmons <laughs> after what he's just said. Okay, interesting. Okay, so we're just back to the World Cup tonight. The market with Tab has the Opals twenty and Japan $4.40. The line is 9.5. Who wins? Give us a margin. Oh, yeah, no, who wins? Yeah, Aussie, Aussies win, and uh, and all, just can I say we really need Serbia to beat France. By the way, if Serbia okay. beats France, then we're guaranteed one and two. Look, I'm going for the Aussies, and I'm going for sixteen. Sixteen point win will yep. be too good. Okay, France a dollar thirty. By the way, Serbia three dollars forty. So yeah, tough one. we need an upset. We definitely need an upset, and all that does is just guarantee us the top two finish. And like I said, just keeps us away from China. We're done from the US. That's good. We'll see them later, hopefully. And now it's just a matter of just getting away from China. They're playing really well as well. Great to speak to you on a Tuesday, mate. Go those Opals. Go those Kings. Go basketball. <laughs> see you.